episode four. To episode four. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Almost caught up. Almost, almost caught, caught up. We're up, like man. what mid mid May right now. Uh, We're almost six months in, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the year is literally <clears throat> almost halfway done. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of things happening. <laughs> it's a lot of. And in the next few, in the next weeks. few weeks, to even close up the first six months of the year. Yeah. Um, and everything like that, man. So, um, big time. Yeah. yeah. I, I got, in fact, I, uh, I'm taking a trip leaving tomorrow till pretty much Tuesday, I'm going to the upper peninsula for a little trip. And half of the reason I'm doing that is because, uh, some, well, you know, a friend of mine, it just kind of lined up for him to come, to come out here. But also when he, when he asked, I looked and I'm like, I had basically, at least a two thirds of my vacation time uh -huh. that I still haven't used. I've just used up yep. like little days here and yep. there, uh, towards the end of the year. Cause we had some things planned. We got like a wedding we're going to later in the fall. We already know about, I got, uh, you know, some concerts or whatever we might travel for. We took mm -hmm. some, we took, you know, just like a day off around the weekend or something. So I peppered yep. in some days off, but I looked, I'm like, it's almost six months in the year. I got weeks of vacation time <laughs> left. I just don't, I'm so not used to really, planning trips like that yep. you know i just if i take a trip it's usually for a weekend or something like that or maybe maybe once a year for a few days or something you know i just i just i can count probably on one hand how many times i've taken an extended vacation so it's weird What's to think about vacation i feel like i feel like like five like more than five days or so, something like that. Maybe I don't five know. Five or seven days, something like that. Then it kind of becomes one. You know what I mean? I think the longest I ever took was like two and a half weeks. I took a two and a half week trip. I basically took a trip from here to Washington. We just drove oh, the whole wow. the whole way, so it was like eight thousand miles of driving. You know, it was like it was basically a week of just driving altogether in That's that two and a half weeks. You know what I mean? But. uh but yeah, that, that kind of seems like where you start, when you hit that like five day mark, especially where you're like, there's, you ever have, you ever do that and then almost get kind of anxious. Like you feel like you should be somewhere, but you're not, you know what I mean? Or maybe that's just a me thing. I don't know. Like I had to watch myself, bro. Cause I'll get lazy. Yeah. That's what I mean too. Yeah. <laughs> that's sometimes another. when you come back on vacation, you yeah. need another little vacation just to get back because right. And that's the thing, man. When you vacation, vacation should be a regular thing because necessarily when you don't do it on a regular basis, you do get tired. You go and you're like, yeah, I need another week just to rest up to, to get ready to actually come back to to produce and you yeah. know in, in your craft and everything. But yeah, um, yeah, five to seven days is lit. It's a good, that's um, a good time. That's I would say average is usually probably for me like three. So that, yeah, me too. Me too. That Try would be to do a, a three, give you a couple of days to do something. And Four the weekends is work in there too, you know? So like, that's yep. the thing. If you can take like a Thursday and Friday, have a Saturday, Sunday, idea. you got yep. yourself a four yep. day yep. trip without wasting a, that's the best way a right productive here, week. You know what I mean? Necessarily. So, which actually this kind of workout, I, I took a little extra time. Like uh, today I didn't technically need to take off, but I had some other like little loose ends to get, yep. you know, to get in order and things. And then next week too, I think, I took Wednesday off. So really I took a full, but there's a weekend in there. So yes, it's, you know, it's like, uh, I think six days technically okay. took off six, six actual days of work, which I, I almost went back on it too. Like I almost went and I was like, I don't need, I'm just going to edit it. I don't need yep. a day off. I'm going to tell him not to give me the day. off. <laughs> 
like fight myself on it. So you know what? I'm just gonna take it. I'm just gonna take it. I'm glad I did. Uh, But that's the funny thing is, I just got other work to do. You know what I mean? (laughs) But I'm just happy to be able to have that time. You you deserve it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I I told you, man. When I, I was bragging on your consistency for the from the beginning of this year like your first six months has been very um productive very consistent very disciplined big time literally bro so big time you 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 deserve you deserve that vacation and 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 then some appreciate it yeah it's been it's made the year fast man i said last year i said was the fastest year i've ever had this one's already seeming like it's twice as fast <laughs> Things start going well for us. Shit starts speeding up. Yep. So we we talked about on the last last episode. We talked about things are going so well. Yep. Uh, you know what happens when things go too well for t- for too long? It's like uh, it doesn't look like that chain's gonna be broken anytime <laughs> soon, man. Yep. The blessings are just piling on yep. still. Once uh, you build the foundation right, everything goes. Yeah, that's but but see that's us getting directly out the mud doing what we were supposed to be doing to getting started and now continue making growth bigger things and and you know um fulfilling i put i feel potential in our roles yeah 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 and that's, that's very true you know that's the beauty of it bro yeah. so i was just uh i was just talking to my boy rob that i shouted out a couple times uh on the podcast watches us regularly I'm sure he's oh. smiling when he hears this <laughs> right now. Whenever it this goes, this is like live. our third. This might be our third episode mentioning. I Rob. think it's fourth at <laughs> least. I might, I might have <laughs> I got one, slipped it. one in on one. Yeah, yeah. But, number uh, one, man. I was just talking to him, and he's uh, he's actually that's whose wedding we're planning on going to in the fall. And um, I was just talking to him. He's working. Rob. Yeah, shout out to Rob on the wedding. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Still wondering when the bachelor party when the bachelor party is going to be though. So you know, Got let to. me know about that. <laughs> uh, but he was just telling me that he's been working like two jobs uh, for the I, I don't remember for how long, but for for longer than I can believe. Uh, and and not only has he been working two jobs, he's been working like a night shift, and that about blew me back, bro. Because Rob's a couple years older than me, but we about the same age. Well. Uh, he might be, I can't remember like two, three, maybe years older than me. Um, and he's telling me that he's working at, he's doing like an overnight right now, uh, for Amazon, which he says, isn't too bad the actual Amazon job. And he's, he's not really in a, like a bad position at all. He's just trying to get ahead. Like he's just grinding, which I'm like, damn, that's what's up. But he's, but I'm like, as he's telling me this, I'm like, almost, I'm like, <laughs> he's going to laugh probably when he hears this. Cause I was laughing, but I was like. I was like, uh, how are you holding up, bro? Like, like for real, are you good? Because yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? when he lot, told me he's working all night, I'm like, bro, I don't, I honestly don't know that I would have it in me uh, unless it was one of those situations where I didn't have a choice or something. For sure, I could do it. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to imagine myself right now staying up all night working. And I'm yeah. like, no, I would just rather no. work during the day <laughs> get my sleep at night. You know what I mean? So shout out to Rob for for holding it down and having and and with a good attitude too. You know what I mean? Because uh, I just I'm trying to imagine myself doing that right now. For as hard as I work, I'm like, man. I, I once I get past like, I feel like once I get past about seven o'clock in any given day, 
don't put nothing serious in front of me because yep. I'm not, you know what I mean? I don't yep. have the sincerity yep. or the intensity yep. that I had, you know, between like nine in the morning right. and five in the yep. afternoon necessarily. Agreed. You know what I, I mean? Uh, I just, I just, and maybe it's just like my, my clock now too, or my, my routine or whatever, you know, we try to get in kind of a regular routine, uh, you know, and I get up at now five thirty six or whatever, go to the yep. gym most days. And, you know, by 10, 11 o'clock at night, I'm pretty burned out, but man, I just, I couldn't believe when he told me that I'm like, think i could do it uh-huh. i don't think i could do uh-huh. it right now that i did that in my 20s have you ever done like a third shift or something like that you ever uh, like a third shift? i've done third shift all oh, been short short phases yeah it's, um, hard. it's hard to do long even term. when i graduated college i worked third shift a little bit at the detention centers i worked oh, yeah you know and those yeah. third shifts are literally you send your ass down yeah and you literally get checking the cells every 15 or 20 minutes. That's hard to do, man. That's hard um, to be staying up. Some people pre- preferred it, you know. Um, but that third shift shit. That's not for that, me. That factory shit, bro. I I can't tell you how many factories I worked at for a few weeks. Especially for college, coming back home. I worked at a factory over, over summer break. You get the most money. And don't get me wrong. You working a lot of hours where I'm like... Which, you know, when you yeah. go back, when you go back to school, I'm like, I go off. I can't just go off broke. I got to have some money. Said that I got to buy groceries. I got to, right. you know. Right. Um, back then, <laughs> you know, back then, I guess I had to. And I also, I guess, we, I mean, we talking shit on the podcast. I used <laughs> to have to, you know, re-up. Yeah, yeah. Um, back then, too, bro. So all <laughs> of those type of things came into Which play, was man. much more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back around those times, yeah. I will say. Oh. Much more expensive. Man, co- bro, college was the best four years of my life as in the aspect of me growing into the man I am today. Yeah. I don't mean like that of ever, but for sure, for sure. It that was Did the, what it was that was to the do. key, bro. That was the icing like that. That was the most crucial. Um, I needed to be by myself. I needed to learn who I was, um, I was just talking to my dad on the phone and, um, we was talking about that. Um, and I told him, I said, man, when I came to see you by my, cause that's growing up, we used to go see my dad, like right. maybe two, two times a year. Right. You right, know, right, right. um, it kind of lessened up as we got older, like in the teenagers, you, sure. you know, younger adults. But, um, we, we were talking, I told him, I said, man, I went there by myself intentionally to to learn who you were because I learned things about me because he told me shit about his childhood yeah. or how he yeah. acted. I'm yeah. like, damn, I think that same way. Right, right, so right, right, right. So the, the grind side, the, 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 the no bullshitter side that yeah. you, that you, that you know this and, and, and grew into broke me, um, met bro is pretty much my pops. Like that's the yeah. grinder. And obviously we we are doing it in two different aspects, right, you know right, what right. I mean. But that's where it, it come from. But like more, and I don't know necessarily if you even really seen me ever on my true goofy side. I got a big goofy side to me too. Right, right, right. That usually comes out of me 
But me, my uncle Rick, my cousin Ryan, my uncle Marvin, we watching the game. We talking shit to each yeah. other. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. sometimes I get super goofy with Mo and Monty. They'll see some yeah. goof, you know. Yeah. But Mo, it took her a long time to see me super goofy. Yeah. Until she seen me and my uncle Rick together. She was like, Brian, I ain't never seen you like that before. <laughs> You know, that's funny, man. But, I was looking at those. Uh, he was killing me in the pictures, bro. He look, he has just like the most, and I mean this with the most respect because I love that man. Huh? Uh, otherwise, you know, if I didn't, if I preface that, it could be taken wrong. He has the most childlike, uh, <laughs> like energy in the best way. Huh? You know what I mean? Huh? Where like I just, he just huh? j- seeing him smile huh? in them pictures. I'm like, I just love this guy. He's <laughs> he's got just the best, the best energy, man. It'd be hard not to clown around that guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Huh? <laughs> he just he just brings that out in people just because that's just his energy you know that's what right. i mean and i when i get around people like that uh it's hard not to be the same way yep. you know what i mean yep. <laughs> he's just let loose i bet my uncle rick around a couple of hours a couple of drinks flowing yep. you know what yep. i mean no. Like, oh, trouble, don't you know drink. I mean? no. you, don't, you no. don't even need to. You don't need to. Just give me a couple of drinks and I <laughs> just be getting me fired up anyway. Oh man. <laughs> He's too funny, man. He is too funny. So so my unk actually I, I started working on a trash truck. He owned he he had his trash truck. He used to do a uh two weekly day routine. It was Saturday mornings from like nine to one or two. And then Tuesdays, like Tuesday mornings for a couple hours before he went to work. Yeah. He used to work at Rainier and everything like that. Uh, but I, when I was 13, I worked with him until I graduated high school. And and then even certain weekends when I used to come back off of college, I used to still work with him. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So I used to literally dump trash for six, seven years straight. Oh, and wow. it's crazy because if he still called me and asked me to do his route, I still know that shit. That's funny. And it's crazy. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, cause once you do something so many times, yeah. like it never leaves your yeah. brain yeah. to a yeah. certain extent. So, yeah. uh, but where me and my uncle Rick touch, like, I think the real reason why God got us soup, like, Uncle Rick was pretty much damn near my best friend growing yeah, up. Yeah. I literally would work with him on Saturday, get off the truck, go to checkers, get off at night, go kick it with him again. We watching the game somewhere or, you know, just, you know. <laughs> so um, my Uncle Rick, actually, he celebrates two birthdays. He was actually born um, December 18th. Right. My uncle right. is... 62, I think it'd be 63 this year. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, but he also celebrates June 3rd. That's his, um, that's how long he's been sober. He's been sober for 28 years. Oh, I'm wow. be 29 Saturday. Wow, wow, he's going to wow. be 29 years clean. So literally, wow. when I was a baby, literally when I was born, he, all the bullshit stopped. That's wild. <laughs> so it's crazy. And then for, for us to be so close and they used to take us on trips and everything like that when we were kids, man. Like we went to the Niagara Falls. We've been down to the City Circuit Classic in Indianapolis. Wow. Um, my sister, because she was older. I was younger at the time. But my sister, she went to like SeaWorld with them and stuff oh, like wow. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't necessarily really have a man in the household, but I'm out the household. That was my Uncle Rick. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so shout out to Unk, man. And that actually, like I said, he was, he seen me grinding at the very, very beginning, bro. When when Chandler and Speck, this was before we yep, even met. Yep, you yep. know what I mean? Yep, yep. Um, and he seen me at the table. And man, he, like I said, he gave me $1,000 to help me, to help me get started. I mean, out of nowhere, he literally, yeah. 
He just seen me. He was like, man, I, be- I believe with- in what you're doing. Yeah. And it was, yeah. The- yeah. he seen me talk about it. <clears throat> he seen me go to Manistee. He like, man, this motherfucker is serious. Yep, 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 yep. He seen him at the table. Yep. And may honestly, I think it may have been a little bit before I even got the hands-on training. I think he seen me taking a test every day in the summer. Because in the summers, I really ain't work because I used to work for GRPS. Right, right, right. So I had my laptop take, you know, doing the online shit. Every, yep. He seen me doing that. Yep. He saw it, man. He he's serious, man. He right. seen the logo, you know, at the time it was way different than yeah. the logo now, you know. <laughs> yeah, Shout yeah, out to yeah, Corbin, yeah, you know, yeah. for that one. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, man, he um Uncle Rick is 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 my like best friend, uh dad to me, a homeboy. It's it's kinda all in one with that guy, man. So. Yeah, yeah. That's that's good to have, man. That was my grandparents kinda did that for me. Uh, I didn't, I didn't really, ha- my grandpa was definitely like the most father figure I had, I would say. And he was, we, we, I wouldn't say we we're necessarily best friend status like that yes, sort of thing, but definitely thankful for grandpa because like my only other male influences around were not the best ones. It's funny what you said about your dad though. Cause like, I didn't really get to know my dad till, uh, I would say more so 16 to 18 and older, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, he, he kind of, he wasn't really around too much when I was a kid, he was getting into trouble. I see him every now and then, but then he kind of fell off. Uh, and then he ended up moving to Nevada. I feel like between when I was like somewhere around like 11 and 12 and, uh, you know, 17, something, uh-huh. I don't know, something like that, but he yep. started coming back around. I don't know. I don't really know. I'm sure there was a multitude of things going on, but my brother was having his first kid of two, I think, uh, you know, summer of around, I feel like when I was maybe 16 years old or Uh something like that. I know that because I had started driving. So I must have been 16, 17. And, you know, even me and my brother didn't really get to know each other until around that time, too. Yeah, that's the shit right there. (laughs) Yeah. So, and so like stuff kind of, you know, that kind of all started to come back together. Uh, and, and then eventually for whatever reason, my dad decided to, um, move back. I think honestly, some of it might've been like statute of limitations on some shit that he'd been in trouble for. Yeah. It starts always just a line, you know, to where it was like safe enough for him to come back. And, you know, and so when he did, like there, there were some times when I was younger, we had our differences or whatever. And I, and I had some like resentment for, uh, from him not being around and all that kind of stuff, whatever. But uh, I, I kind of got over that because even though he wasn't, you know, there's lots of ways to look at it. It's not, it's uh, one thing I've always thought is like, it's not necessarily clear that things would have been better if oh. he was around. You know what oh. I mean? There's a lot of people that's the case for, um, uh, same might be the case for you oh. for sure. You know what I mean? It's, it was, it probably might've been better to have oh. Unc as a father figure oh. because, you know, it just, it, it was quality. So oh. you can't really argue oh. with it. It probably only would have went down from oh. there. You know what I'm Literally saying? Literally been so, the things I would have been exposed to if, and not, and not, and not calling them bad people, nah. but the, but the lifestyles and the decisions they were right. making necessarily wasn't the appropriate lifestyles for children. That's why they weren't around. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so, you know, things worked out good the way they did. But I kind of got to know my dad a little more as I've gotten older. We still don't spend too much time together for no no particular reason. I just kind of have my life and he has his or whatever. He's, uh, he stays in, like, Howard City. No, uh, what the hell is that up there? I don't know. Somewhere up uh, around. 
farther than that even like i, I always forget I, maybe it is technically howard okay. city but i don't know it's uh baldwin i'm baldwin, sorry baldwin, baldwin. that's okay. what it is yeah okay. i get all that kind of blended yeah. together sometimes it's, it's a good hour or so yeah. i'd say hour like 20 baldwin. to get there he's like in the middle of the manistee national forest him and his lady just pretty much oh, wow. damn near off the grid like not quite but damn near off the grid i remember you told me you yeah. said you can't pretty much get no service out no there. i got lost out there once coming back bro i, li- I literally followed the sun to get home you know what i mean like <laughs> I had no idea where I was going, man. I got for real lost out there. It, it's it's cool, though. They got a... I don't remember what the situation was. I think they got maybe that house on a foreclosure or some... some it was dirt cheap. I mean, uh-huh. just dirt cheap. And very small, too. But uh, they just moved out there and uh, just put a ton of work into it. And it's a nice nice little place out there. So, uh, But, you know, but... Um, it got, uh, as I got to know him more, it was just funny because like we didn't really spend any significant time, really any time together when I was younger. But like I could just the more I got to know him, I, I would see I would hear him say things or see him do things or just like see the way he thinks about certain things and go, holy shit, we're just that's genetic. You know what I mean? Or that or just dumb luck. You know what I mean? Because like we just I just see these similarities and go, man, that's weird. You know, it's, it's weird how that shit we could. I mean, and you know, there's also like, I, I really don't have a good timeline of it, but there was a few years when I was a kid, you know, like a, like an infant that he was around. So I don't know how much that kind of stuff translates into development of a child or whatever, let's say between one and three or four years old, even, or something like that. Those are the, they say those are like some of the most important developmental years, the first say, four say years, those ages. like one to four or zero, we'll say zero to four. Most say you know zero I mean? to five. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and those are, you know, so who knows, you know, cause I know he was around for some of that, but like, it's, it's just so weird. It seems like every time we do get together, it's, it's something I'll hear him just say or do. It's like, oh. uh, like, wow, that's just, it's almost eerie. Like how similar we are think or, or almost when they, uh, when I hear him say, or do things that I wouldn't do or disagree with. It's like not, it's different in that I can see that part of me though. You know what I mean? Where like I had, where there was like a time in my life where I could have been the version of me that said what he just said or yep. did what he just did or, or did what he did in the past or something yep. like that. You know what I mean? Like yep. I could see me almost being him. Yep. If that, if those were the choices that I made and yep. none of it would surprise me, yep. you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's got, it's weird to see that. For real, man. It's really strange, especially with family. Cause it's just like, uh, you know, like am I convincing myself of it just cause I know it's a possibility yep. or is it really that, uh, uh, similar, you know what I mean? Yep. I don't know. It's strange. It's strange. <laughs> Real strange. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, I guess blending in with that conversation, man, I, I don't... Are you, you're not a big sports guy, are you? Not too much these days. No, no. So, the big thing right now is John Morant. I don't know if you know anything uh-uh. about that. Uh-uh. So, this is his second time being caught on Instagram Live flashing a gun. Oh, I did hear about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and... There's plenty of other incidents before this that he pretty much got in trouble for. When I say I'm talking like these two alone, then plus like another four or five. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a total of six, seven incidents within less than a full basketball season because sometimes he got Shit. put out, you know, and all of that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, 
learning. I, I mentioned him because obviously he didn't learn from his mistakes the first time. <laughs> or they, the second, third, fourth. You know, or, you know, <laughs> or, I mean, yeah, pretty much, you know. How yeah, yeah, yeah. the the importance or maybe even a personal situation of yours of, 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 of an experience, have you ever allowed yourself to learn from your mistakes or how, how, how valuable is that man? Yeah. In the importance of growth. I mean, obviously, cause if you're not learning from your mistakes, you really not growing. That's for sure. You know, and it's okay to be stagnant at times, cause that's part of growth. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, but I guess as well, you can't, as I, we know an abundance of people that want different, but don't do shit to change it. Yep. I yep. would say probably, I mean, growing up, that was pretty shit. That's my fucking environment. That's, that was a lot of people. Sometimes it feels like our environment now, <laughs> you know, I'm people surrounded who, you by know, people it's who, who's complaining, commit, who you know? complaining, but not willing to be like, okay, right. I know this is wrong, but I'm going to do this shit anyway. Right. I know this. Right. I don't know this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Right. Right. So. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like um, that's weird, isn't it? Sometimes when people don't, I feel like a big part of that sometimes is like when pe- when the consequences just aren't enough. You know what I mean? It makes you wonder like, which, some, you know, I mean, sometimes everybody has a different opinion these days on consequences and what constitutes what and everything too. But I would just say like, you know, if you don't feel the consequences of your actions, sometimes it's hard you know, I don't know. And if, and it also depends, it's like a combination of consequences and your moral compass. You know, if you don't really have a moral compass that is strong enough when you do, you know, you steal a cookie from the cookie jar uh-huh. and you, and nobody necessarily knows, you uh-huh. know, you just can keep stealing a cookie from the cookie jar. You know, <laughs> like it's, it's not your cookies to have, but nobody necessarily says anything. You don't feel strongly enough to not take it because it tastes good enough that you're willing to get over that. You know what I mean? And if nothing ever happens, you know, or, you know, maybe somebody catches you sometime and says, Hey, you're not supposed to be, you're not supposed to be eating those cookies. And, but they kind of laugh it off. You know what I mean? Now you just got some, some almost, that's almost worse because now, you know, Oh, even if I do get caught, they just probably just going to laugh it off. You know what I mean? (laughs) It makes you wonder like, how does something like this happen five, six, seven times without, you know, some, sometimes it's on the people though, you know, I don't know. Like I, the first thing I thought about when you said that was like, for me, one thing I always struggle with was my weight. And, you know, like I know, I knew, I think as a kid and, and, you know, into my teenage years and everything, it's not that I didn't see myself as a big guy or anything like that. And that was, you know, no, I don't, uh, this, if we had a bigger audience, this would get me canceled as shit to say, but uh-huh. I don't really feel that anybody deep down feels that it's right to be overweight. You know what I mean? We're, there's a strange cultural shift right now. Where like if people, I could be fit, I would like, no, if, yeah, yeah, I would prefer to be fit, but I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't believe that anybody truly wants to honestly be believes that being big is healthy. It's because first of all, it's not, it's just scientifically. It's not, if you got extra weight, it might not kill you depends on how much extra weight you got, but it's not healthy. There's no amount of extra weight that's technically speaking is healthy. There's a strange, like, uh, you know, like I said, cultural shift right now where people talking about that 
I, I don't understand it. I don't even want to be a part of it. But, you know, I think that like when I was when I was getting big, like I knew that and I didn't want to look that way. But the problem for me was that I didn't I didn't really feel bad, physically speaking. You know yes, what sir. I mean? Like every every meal I ate, I just felt the the happiness from eating it. I didn't ever have the consequences physically other than just getting big. Yes, and then it just got bigger and bigger and bigger to a point where then you know, I actually started to feel physical discomfort. I got so big, my legs started to ache a little bit. My knees or my my uh, ankles and stuff like that would start to ache or I started to have yeah. back pain. Yeah. And, you know, I could have been delusional from that point and said, oh, maybe it's something else. But it was pretty clear that it was like, oh, I'm, you know, 5'10". I weigh close to 300 pounds. This is like... Think about, you know, carrying an extra hundred pounds around, basically, yeah. you're going to gonna fucking ache. You know what I mean? So I'm like, now I'm feeling the actual physical consequences of this behavior and I That's changed right. it. That's and right. it's hard for me to, it's like, but I can also recognize like how somebody can get to that point and still dilute, you know, like dilute themselves into uh, not changing the behavior. You know what I mean? Cause I like, I had that. I came to that crossroad. Yes, sir. You know, I came to that crossroad. Like we all come to that crossroad where you can either go this way or you can go this way. You can continue going the path you're going or you can, you know, hit the turnaround. <laughs> Start on the way change. back, man. Yeah. And I hit the turnaround because I'm like, I don't, it's only going to get worse from here. I'm only going to get more, you know, let's just physically, I'm just going to get more unattractive. I'm going to get bigger. And health wise, I'm only going to hurt more. You know what I mean? And like, Were you dating Savannah at that time? Or no? no, this was with no. my, you know, uh, I would say like early 20s. Okay. I would say early 20s. Okay. I kind of like, I was honestly pretty big from, I would say, late elementary school to my early 20s. I got, I, you know, like I, I was, yeah, I was overweight by the time I grab, you know, got out of elementary school and just basically continued to, I never went backwards. You know, sure. I, it, there might've been times where I was just like overweight or whatever, but then it would just get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then by the time I got to, you know, I started growing taller or whatever. Um, by the time I got to high school, I just was bigger. And then Kyle, you know, I went to Ferris, bro. I had a, I had the all day pass to the rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> What well, did you stay in? <laughs> yeah. uh, I can't remember. The, I think it was Travis, maybe, because so I you, was right across from the Rock. That's the worst part. I can walk outside the door. The you rock. said in Travis and McNerney. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm pretty sure. And I was right okay, by McNerney, Travis. Man, uh, I woke up and I'm right there. You know what I mean? So and I had all the all you can eat. You know what I mean? And uh, so that was it. That was like the peak. I got to probably like almost 300 pounds. Three two. I remember at least stepping on a scale at one point being 290. So you may as well call it 300 pounds. You know what I mean? And who knows? But, uh, but honestly that didn't even, that wasn't what phased me. It was just, the, uh, it was the physical discomfort that I finally was like, if I, you know, I just clicked. I'm like, if I continue to do this, okay. I'm going to actually hurt myself like permanently possibly, yeah. or I'm just going to, you know what I mean? I'm just going to, there's just no turning back at a certain point, or I'm going to be, uh, diabetic or something stab myself with a goddamn needle every day you know yeah. like and just i can't imagine that's got to be a terrible way to live so but all that to say like i don't know i don't know sometimes why people continue down that road because it's easier in the short term even though they know it's going to be harder in the long term you know but with a with a mistake like that where you just keep getting in stupid trouble 
sometimes it feels like the consequences just aren't high enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Makes you wonder. Someone does something five, six times. How yeah. do they even get to the point of doing it five, six times? Yeah. How do we allow that to happen? <laughs> How did anybody allow that to happen? Yeah. You know, and then in a situation, is this uh, is this guy, uh, is this college ball or NBA? NBA, the point this guard NBA. for Memphis. Grizzlies. So there, so there, so so then it kind of makes you wonder, almost to some degree, do they almost have a vested interest in allowing something like that to continue because of the the clickbait type of shit. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's, maybe they're like, ah, well he didn't actually do anything necessarily. Cause not, legally he didn't do anything wrong. I mean? He's so, just representing the company yeah. and who NBA is, is in wrong. You right, know? Right, right, right. Yeah. It's just a weird. And you know, when you're doing stuff like that, like, I mean, you're either, you're either playing around, you're trying to be funny or you're really about it. At yeah. Which, in which case, if you're really about it, it's only a matter of time before somebody shoots somebody or some dumb <laughs> shit happens. You know yep. what I mean? If that's your environment, yep. which is crazy, because how is that your environment when you have that level of success and wealth and, you know, potential growth? Like, that just blows me away, too. But he lost like 50 million, they said this year. For real? Man. That's a lot of money to lose. 50 million? <laughs> to lose. Man. Because and you wouldn't, th- and then yeah, wouldn't you think that'd be yeah. enough? But maybe if you making, you know, I don't know how much you making, but <laughs> you know what? It, it's crazy. I guess that's what changes from. Well, person when to he person. lost it, they didn't necessarily take it away from him, but they talking about of endorsements of money that he right. necessarily could have if he yeah. went and got suspended and you know and all of that type of stuff. But maybe somebody really needs to just take yeah. his money so they learn something. I don't know. Man. That's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. It just doesn't take. It de- it definitely has never taken me too long to learn a lesson as long as it's taught the hard way. You know what I mean? I, I sometimes it it hurts to suffer the consequences, but like I'd rather just like ripping a bandaid off, just like hit me hard and yeah. you know let me just bounce yeah. up and never do that shit again. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's it's easy for me to learn from those mistakes. I like when that happens sometimes. You know what I mean? Because uh, it just makes it easier to know what to do and what not to do, you know? Uh, But it's also just crazy to think about having like so much abundance that you don't even uh, respect it. You know what I mean? Like you just have so that happens a lot when people just come into so much money and, and, and uh, what would you say? Like fame and all that, you know, you see it all the time. Every, it doesn't matter if it's sports or, everybody talks shit about Justin Bieber when he was a kid, you know, he's like 18. And I think, I think his whole story was was younger than that. Yeah. He made, he made a YouTube video or something and (laughs) got signed or whatever, got a whole bunch of money. I'm like, bro, if I was 16, 17, 18, I made a hit YouTube video and got millions of dollars thrown at me. I'll probably do some dumb shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll probably be That's in some That's a big dumb ass shit. responsibility yeah. on a teenager, bro. I would have probably done something stupid. Almost definitely. I'd like at, at that age, unless you got a real solid foundation, you look out, man. You get that kind of money and fame that quick. No, sir. I could see myself doing something. It's just dumb. <laughs> At this phase now, no, but back no, then, most yeah. fucking definitely. Then, yeah, now I would just be so grateful just to have it. But you know, twenty years old or something, oh my god, who who knows how arrogant I would have been? You know, <laughs> Steve, nobody can't tell me nothing. <laughs> We've been like Kanye, man. Yeah. <laughs> 
man, arrogant. Yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think of a a personal experience of mine, man. Um, see, mine, bro, is honestly day to day, man. Um, just with personal battles, but I guess <clears throat> to I gotta I gotta figure out a, a, a way to put this. So to learn from your mistakes, I think you also have to come in and to do that. And for it to actually be effective, you have to understand and realize that the things that you thought once were right and that may seem normal in the world actually isn't normal. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Because a lot of the things that we do are based off of our environment where you put people where, you know, and, and what they're dealing with and all of these different types of things. And necessarily in a lot of environments, those aren't, those are the norms, but those necessarily aren't the right things. Those right. aren't the things that actually are good and healthy for you. Right. Those things aren't going to let you prosper. You know what I mean? So in, in, in the same way, I feel like that kind of fall hands in hand together, but how do, how many people do we know are willing to change? Or willing to be like, or, you know, because everybody's willing to face the fact, yeah, that shit fucked up. Right. But they're going to do it anyway. Like, oh, shit. You know? Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, damn, we're, that's like a desire, man. I, I could never lose a desire of, okay, this is what I want. I got to go get it. I could never, you know, but it, obviously times are way different back then, you know, and everything like that. True. But what I'm curious to even know, man, like, damn, what strip, what can strip a person of just their entire desire to be themselves and to maximize their talents. And obviously I'm not talking about situations, bro. Of I'm talking about your regular human being that just like, fuck it. I'm just going, right. I'm going to fall in the line. Right. Yeah. What fucking, what, what, like literally, it's like cutting the umbilical cord, bro. What literally snaps that and cuts that off a human being? Yeah. Um, I think people realize a lot of times the sacrifice they need to make, which a lot of that sacrifice is comfort. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times uh, it's hard. It's hard because uh, I, I don't know. Like I feel like I'm surrounded by that a lot of times where even people that are doing, um, uh, that are doing well but could be doing better. That's that's yes, the sir. worst group, actually. Sometimes huh? people that are doing well but could be doing better because uh-huh. you hear them talk about all the time. Oh, I need to do this. Oh, I need to do that. Uh-huh. Oh, I need to tighten this up. Oh, I need to tighten that up. And you know, like it's, uh-huh. it's always the it's always the easiest looking from the outside in. Uh-huh. You can see, you feel like at least you can see what other people. Oh, like, yeah, you just need to do this. All you need to do is this. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You see what the solution is for them, and you think you probably see it too. But it, but it usually means giving yep. something up. You know, yep. it means giving up uh, X hours a day doing something that brings yep. you comfort. You know, like, uh, oh, I got, you know, I just got to have my, just I just only have two drinks at the end of the day. Just yep. only have two drinks at the end of the day. You know, it's no big, like, <laughs> it's no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> like, ah, but that, when you start drinking that two drinks, oh, about six o'clock. Oh, okay. Yep. So you pretty much shut down from... Yep. six to the end of the night you know yep. what i mean but you're saying oh you want to tighten the business up or oh you want to yep. tighten your 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 house up or something yep. anything you know what yep. i mean uh those are the people that are usually like yep. you know could be doing a little bit better but would have to give something up and that's yes, usually sir. what i think it is 
on most fronts though it's like in order to in order to get something a lot of times you got to give something up always you can't you can't just keep getting 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 yeah. you know you, usually you have to give something up and usually that something is like something of just pleasure or uh just comfort you know i heard somebody say, i was in a group earlier i heard somebody say um do you know was it was like a it was like a word of encouragement in in the chat but he said uh do what makes you happy and i thought i couldn't help but think no I, not necessarily cuz if i did what made me happy like uh i'd be like face down in a ditch you know what i'm saying <laughs> or like we were talking about earlier fat as shit you uh. know what i mean cuz what makes me happy like just based on the simple uh. hap is just dumb shit yeah. you know like really not there's some deeper shit too, but those yeah. deeper things are things that come, you know, as life kind of evolves, right. Or as time goes by True. things that make True. you truly happy, like family time yep. or experiences and things like that. It's not that you don't, it doesn't make you happy every day, but the bigger moments that, yep. you know, that you remember and stuff like that. But like, if you're just kind of always constantly seeking happiness, that's not necessarily like, and I feel like a lot of people think that way, like, that's Oh, right. just do what makes you happy. Do it. You like, God, think a lot of times no. for success you got to do things that make you not necessarily unhappy, unhappy but, but it's not, not thrilled to do no them, no you know no it's like ah, i could be doing like <laughs> shit you know happy, but bro we'd be yeah. sipping these drinks on you know at the lake house every yeah. day yeah. flying no. drones for no reason or something you know what i mean <laughs> happy that's not if i just did if that was i woke up every day and said do what makes you happy today i'll get nothing done <laughs> <laughs> i'll be at the crib chilling I'm relaxing because relaxing and chilling makes me happy. Right. It makes me comfortable. I'll get nothing done. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people think like that. Like, uh, (laughs) which more power to you. I mean, I don't, you know, tell anybody how to live their life, but just uh, to, to get somewhere, to get more, to get, you know, what you want. Uh, you know, I don't think that's necessarily it. I wish, I wish. I think that's the goal to be able to do what makes you happy and prosper. You know what I mean? But I think you got to earn that. I think purpose is bigger than happiness. Big time, big time, big time. I think purpose is what brings that sacrifice, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the sacrifice. Are you willing to live your purpose or are you going to put your happiness? Because technically your happiness, if it outweighs your purpose, you're like, ah, you're not really living up to your full potential. Right, right. That's what makes the world go around, man. Think about how many people live up to their purpose that do shit that I would never do. Police officers, firefighters, doctors, nurses. I don't think most of them do it for the money. You know what I mean? There's money in some of yeah. it, but I don't think most of them do it for the money. They do it because they felt called to do yeah. it for some reason. And thank yeah. God for that, bro. Because I'm <laughs> damn sure not about to do that. Nope. The EMT, you know? all of it, bro. It probably doesn't make any of them happy sometimes either. You know, there's probably moments, but I think overwhelmingly being a, yeah, wow. being a cop is not probably a happy experience, you know, overall. You probably have moments of happiness. Oh, I helped this. Depending what you city know, you're in. This. If you're in a little small town and don't yeah. really too much shit happen, you you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if you if you're in a rough not, city, it's like, ah, I got to yeah. deal with some shit on this shit. You're not Every happy day. necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> you're not happy. And if, and if that was the prerequisite for continuing to do what you're doing, you'd be in some trouble because... Yeah. 
that's going to burn out real quick. You know, the, being a firefighter probably has its happy moments when you succeed, but yep. it probably also has some terrible uh-huh. moments, you know. And there's there's a lot of those things, man. Even the more like mundane and like uh, just just things you don't even think about, you know, people who work on infrastructure and things like that. Yep. Probably not for happiness. Agree. Agree. <laughs> God only knows what the reason is. <laughs> Man. So just to clarify, you can never be happy in a toxic environment. That's that's and people who think they're happy in a yeah. toxic environment technically aren't happy. They're just at the point to where they're just like, you know what? Fuck it. It is what it is. So I probably agree. With I'm just going to go yeah. with the flow and I'm going to seem happy in reality, knowing that I'm truly may not be. I guess maybe someone could. Be, I'm trying to think if like I, I could be happy in it. Could you really know what happiness is in a toxic environment? Can you really? I can. The only person I can think of that I think like could do that would be someone like my grandma which I hate to even think about because it's the least deserving person of something like that. But like my grandma is like one of those people who I feel like would be truly pretty happy in the worst of circumstances, not in like a weird delusional way necessarily either, but it's taking her along. It is definitely faith based. You know what I mean? Like she's very, I hate to just, just make it as simple as to say, like, she's very religious and that's why I don't necessarily think it's that simple, but like to some degree, that's kind of the case. Like she's gotten to that point through, through her beliefs and through her faith and everything like that. But like, she's one of the few people I know that can, that could probably make the best of a terrible situation in some circumstances like that, where I, I could, I could see it, you know what I mean? But I, but I think that's like, rare very very rare you know i think and i think like she could be happy in that environment because she would always find or try to find some sort of purpose in being in that environment you know what i mean which most people would not have the emotional maturity (laughs) or even that is definitely emotional maturity because right right (laughs) when it's hot i'm like fuck it It, i'm hot Same. I would Same. never get the man. There's not even a second. I'm. <laughs> and you, man, you ever, you ever want to, the most mad I ever get, the most mad you ever see me is if I wake up hot, bro. If I wake up hot, look out. You don't want to be anywhere around, bro. If I wake up and I'm sweating, it's a, the whole day is a wrap. I don't care what time it is, three in the morning, next day is shot, bro. I wake up and I'm sweating. Oh, I shit, gotta find man. a way to cool off. No, man, something. This place is burning down. You know what I mean? I'm not. Oh, wow, I'm the worst about that shit. I'm the worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, man. That's the funny. That's the thing you got to be careful of too, because shit, when shit gets comfortable, man, it's easy to get soft. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's easy as shit to get yeah. soft. As as we're talking with the uh, with the air conditioner blowing, shout out to shout out to us. It's twenty twenty three. Twenty twenty three. We've been here, got air, man. <laughs> we brought our own air unit got our in own here. Air, man. Uh, you know, speaking of comfort, we're feeling good. And we're building our own comfort, but that's a that's a thing to be oh. careful of, man. It's it's definitely uh, uh, easy as a human to adapt when you need to, but sometimes when things get comfortable, man. Uh, you know, nothing's ever completely uh, secure, so shit shit falls apart sometimes. 
and uh is he is is i strive for that kind of emotional maturity because like you just like we were talking about last time shit is gonna happen eventually if you go too long with shit happening where you're not prepared for it like uh you can it's like it's almost like something you gotta flex you know like a muscle you gotta work you know to some degree somehow and if everything is good you know that's how sometimes i think you know people who have a lot of wealth and have a lot of comfort and have a lot of uh just things taken care of taken care of for them because of that like when when shit happens i think people see it as weakness it's it's not necessarily weakness if they fall apart it's just like they haven't been working that muscle you know people that have been struggling been working that muscle living paycheck to paycheck or not used to having climate control and shit like that you know what i mean like i'll be in here uh so like the past few summers it, it, honestly it could be worse you know what i mean like yeah. I, I at the end of the day like i'm grateful to have the space and shit but there's days where i'm just like i'm ready to throw a conniption you know <laughs> being here Jeez. is like 80 85 degrees and humid no, or something I'm, you know i'm sitting here doing this shit no. like uh but you know it's like man there's people that live like that you know lots of people live like that i was that's, maybe even a majority i honestly don't know you know that's definitely 80 percent of bro it's, um, it's, it's a large portion you know so at the end of the day like but it's it's easy to get comfortable real fast man especially once you start uh-huh. getting some money together <laughs> man and i think when you get super comfortable you don't set boundaries yeah because yeah. you let go of everything so there's yeah. no more I'm going to be the person I strive to be. It's like, you know what? I'm just going to do whatever my environment right, right, either allows right. me to do or what they're not going to allow me to do. Right. I'm just going to do it. Right, right. And it's okay. Right, right. Um, it's nice being able to pay for shit sometimes yeah. too. You know what I mean? Agreed. Get used to that real easy. Yeah. Just, throw, just pay them to make your problems go away. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think that's that's when I've seen like uh, I've known people in the past a lot of times like business owners and stuff where they kind of fall into that trap though of thinking that they can pay for all their problems that's a trap I want to be careful of not to get into because you can do that in business you know what I mean like kind of lose touch with your whole business because you just think that you can just pay for everything and you know if you have your shit together you can definitely pay for a lot but i think it's real easy to fall into that trap and then like uh your business just kind of loses um uh order because you're not really involved in it you know what i mean it had that kind of part that was connected to you that needed to stay that way you try to just you try to pay that away i see people do that just kind of try to just pay for everything, you know, make it basically make it go away. It's like at that point, you might as well just sell the business. You know what I mean? You're, you're not interested in it anymore. You're not running it. You're not, you might as well just sell it, you know, cause it's only probably going to go downhill from there. I've seen that happen before. I can't, whoops. I can't really imagine that either. Personally, I don't even know what that would look like, but with certain businesses, I guess, you know, imagine you had 10 inspectors or something like that. Probably over time, you find one that's like more ambitious than another. Like, hey, you know what you think about moving up, being the lead inspector? You know what I mean? (laughs) You gotta start to create a little, little hierarchy or whatever. And uh, you know, a business like that, you could do that, but I think you gotta stay more tapped in than that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. I would rather. I wouldn't mind 10. I would rather do like a consistent five or six. 
Seems hard. Ten. I mean, what's that one? Yeah. Some of those the JW yeah, or Elite or whatever. They got ten. You just <coughs> trying to figure out how they even got any money, man. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't add up. So I would rather have multiple small teams of five or six. Right. <clears throat> and different. And then areas maybe in a bigger something. I think a Detroit you probably could easily do a ten. Right. You would think it's so. It's fucking triple quad. It's 10 times the size of Grand Rapids. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. So, right. Um, literally, you can literally pick Grand Rapids up and drop it off in one part of Detroit. That's true. That's true. And you still have a whole other part. You know, That's city, true. You know, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, in, in regards to that, bro, I want to tell a person. I want to share a personal story. Uh, so, Monica had a multicultural event at her school. Uh-huh. Obviously, she go to GRPS, uh-huh. you know, Southwest. Uh-huh. So we, me, her, uh, me, her, and Mo are, are all there. Um, two security officers I used to work with. One named Gordon. One named um, Barry. Dale Barry. Uh, we was all talking. Barry, uh, me, we we started talking more so about business. Remember the um, trunk or treat last yep. year? Yep. Yep. So with the trunk and treat last year. He was there as a security officer because it was at GRPS property yep. at City. Yep. He said, man, I seen that, bro. He said, yeah, I remember we was talking afterwards after everybody left when we cleaned up. And he was telling me about his business and stuff like that. I was like, man, you need to sign up for Spring GR. That was my probably last time seeing Dale. That was last year, October. Right. You know, in the end of October. So he come up to me. We talking. He said, Brian. I seen you in that event, bro. He said that inspired me because I used to hear you talk about home inspections and stuff like that. When you were working, you know, I I said, that's all I talked about, bro. I'm like, shit, what y'all talk about? You ain't here. (laughs) Y'all talk about staying in this motherfucker. No, (laughs) fuck no. You know, like, oh no, you still, you, you really gonna get trapped in here, man. I'm not getting sucked in. No, I knew after bro. I knew after, I started working for them the end of January. When I started, when I got into my own, when I got my first few checks, so before the end of the school year, because the school year is in May or June, right? I right. was there for the what four or five months. After that, I'm like, ah, damn, this shit ain't. Nah, I got to do home inspections. Ain't it, man? I'm like, nah, I gotta save. Well, I gotta get my home inspector license yeah, this summer, yeah. man. This shit ain't, ain't it. it. Yeah. So, um. <laughs> He told me that, man, and it brought, like, uh, overwhelming joy to my heart, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, if I can do that, if we can do that, and, and as a team, bro, I was just like, wow. Right. And that's just one person. Hopefully, it's even if it's just that one. But when he, and now he's Did actually. He spring GR? He's in spring GR. Oh, he's, like, halfway through. I said, bro, wow. please tell me when you graduate wow. so I can make sure I'm there. Yeah, yeah. And everything. He's telling me all about the class, his business idea. He is doing, um, he want to do AR or IR when it comes to, like, HR work. Oh, AI. AI and HR. Oh. Like, blended together. Wow. So what? When he was telling like, damn, bro, that's fucking pretty dope. Yeah, that's And then you think about all the HR issues in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally. And when I say HR, I mean, like, customer service is fucking terrible. Right, 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 right. <laughs> a lo- across the world, is terrible. For sure. Um, AI would do better than probably the outsourcing. Is, you know, is because... The, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you think about the conversations you have with people with outsourced support. Yeah. 
and then you you could definitely have a better conversation with with an AI. Yeah, yep. that's yeah. so that's it's what thinking. So that so that's what he on. I said, bro, that's a fucking brilliant. And guess what? He seemed just as passionate about it when I seemed just as passionate talking to him years ago. Right, right, right. So right, I'm right. just like, bro, this is a. I'm like, bro, I, I you're gonna do it. I believe in you, bro. Yeah. So yeah. that was super dope to hear that man um, and everything and. Actually, I mean, the biggest news within a week, well, yeah, next week, literally, man, we will have a baby girl, man. Mo has to get induced on the 24th. Obviously, it's a possibility she can, you know, come before then. Right, right, That's why right. my phone is in front of me. Right, Even right. though it's on silent, if it, you know, what Mo call, no, hell, no. I, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you yeah, know, yeah. um, I have a baby girl, man. Um, it's crazy and not a bad crazy man. Yeah. I'm just Mo Amani speaks and a lot of people speak, you know, with the man. I'm not, and it's not a, like a bad speak. They just like overwhelmingly joy from sure, more sure, sober sure. I can't wait to see, to see what she looked like, how she talked, walking, all of this. I'm just more so like, man, I'm just going to be in all of it. I'm even yeah, going to yeah. be more so speechless. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So it's not like I said, it's not a bad thing, but I'm missing. I'm really going to be speechless, bro. And sometimes, bro, and this could be me, man, because I'm really tapped in with 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 my with my discernment in regards to taking. Let me make sure I say this right. I'm tapping. I'm tapped in into my discernment in regards to my energy and what I really pour out, man. At yeah. times, I can literally touch Monique belly. And there's like a, a, a pure energy that soaks into me, man, that I can feel it bouncing off of my daughter. And once again, it could be a mind thing, man. But I, I feel like it's bigger than that, bro. I feel sure. like it's mind, body, and soul. Because it does part with the mind. That's the sure. mind, you know, the yeah. thought, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely feel like that, bro. Um, and when she get, man, it's, it's just going to be unbelievable, bro. Just, yeah. just kind of holding her. And then closing on the house on the 26 and making all that happen man it's just um yeah that's a lot fast yeah it's 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 crazy <laughs> man um uh, but i'm just ready bro i bet yeah i'm just i'm just ready a lot of people ask you brian are you ready and i'm like even if i fucking wasn't <laughs> it's happening. i don't really have a choice not really no no and i expect fatherhood to come just as natural as me fucking breathing. You don't think about breathing. We thought about fucking breathing. We wouldn't be able to talk to one another. Yeah. It just naturally happens. I feel that. That's how easy me with, with, with Chandler inspections. It, I easily, I don't, okay. I got to get up at six 30 to make it here this early. Oh, well let's do it. It is. <laughs> yeah. I expect it to fall right in line. Yeah. With with my top priorities, bro, and, and and get the job done as always. So am I am I ready? It ain't about being ready. It's about being fucking prepared. It's happening. Yeah. I'm prepared. Right. Yeah. And when you prepare, yeah. ready or not, you're gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of people ready, but they not fucking prepared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the truth. Bro. I'm like, okay, I, I know you ready. You yeah. you ready? Yeah. But bro, you you man, you might want to build 
shit. Right. You, might, you know, you might want to get that together first. Yeah. So we a lot, we a lot alike in that. I do think you and I. That's that's funny. I don't even necessarily know what to call it, but hearing you say that, I'm like, people do. People have an interesting way a lot of times of like over overthinking and overanalyzing yep. and then sometimes i probably got to be guilty of under i got to yep. give i got to give room for the fact that maybe sometimes like my way isn't always the yep. way yep. i'm cool with that but just generally how i tend to go about things is not to over plan and over prepare you yes, know sir. what i mean because i find it to just be very distracting i it's best to just be prepared i find and just kind of try to act just be prepared to act yep. in the moment you know what i mean like not try to overthink about how I'm going to act in a particular moment that hasn't even happened yet. Yeah. And I don't know how it's going to happen, which yeah. I feel is like how a lot of people kind of try to, they, they try to plan try to this plan shit out. I'm like, ah, you can't shit. do that, it's bro. Like, you no. can't. That interrupts no. the purpose of the fucking process. Yeah. 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 Just, it interrupts yeah. it. That yeah. and, and it ain't shit, but anxiety, bro. No, no. It's like, Oh my God. It was like, no, you can't, you can't do that. You are really going to fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. And not in a bad way, but it's just like, man, you got to take you got to take a deep breath. Step back. You OK. Yeah. Generally, I think men and women differ in that and how they approach things, which I think is a good thing. It's a good thing to have that, especially when raising a kid. Got to have a balance. Good to have for that sure. balance. Always. For sure. man. One, one, sometimes, you know, it just really depends on the situation. But sometimes sometimes it's also, you know, it's different with different things, too. And it's different with different people. I, uh, I, I think it's always funny to see how, like, different people travel because different people handle sure. traveling differently depending sure. on how they kind of make their decisions and stuff like sure. that. And just how they prefer this trip to look like we're going on this next week. We don't have no plan other than where we're staying. And that makes me happy. Like yeah. I don't, I don't, the thought of thinking, okay, well, we're going to leave at this time. We got to be here at this point and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, already, I'd rather just stay here and work. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> like, this doesn't, that doesn't sound like a vacation yes, to me. To me, the vacation is, what are we going to do? We're going to take the time off. We're not going to work. Yeah. We're going to go somewhere. We're going to stay somewhere. That's all I want to know. know. Like, I know, you know what I mean? I know we're going to need to eat, so we'll find somewhere to eat, eat. during the day. Yeah. I know we're going to have to stop somewhere and do something, so we'll find somewhere to stop, stop. and something to do on yeah. each day. You know yeah. I mean? like, we don't have no plan. We just, we know we got to check into a hotel. That's yeah. it. You know what I mean? We're going from here to here. Like, we, you know, we, we agreed, like, let's just literally wake up and say, where do we want to stop yeah. on the way? Yeah, what, where's, where's calling us? You know yeah. what I mean? Look at a map. What, what point? Is drawing your eye. You know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> like, that's, that's the best way though, bro, that's man. That's where we're going to go. You know what I mean? And then just, you know, be just be in the moment. You know what I mean? I just can't. I don't function very well when it's the other way around. I don't that's really it. want anything to do with it. I can't. I can't. In fact, it makes me just anxious just to bro. even think about that kind of overprepared and trying to trying to handle the moment before it even happens. You know what I mean? Like, yes, why are we wasting our time? <laughs> it, yes, it's not going to go the way we think it is. It never does. You know what I mean? <laughs> I agree, bro. 100%. 100%. I think, we, I think we probably handle most of them things kind of the same way. In the moment. Just yeah. prepared. You know what I mean? You ain't never got to get ready, bro. You stay ready, bro. <laughs> That's it, man. That's Make it. Make your next move your best move, yeah, bro. That's and it. Like I said, it ain't, it's easier said than done. But, it is. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I, I want to give a shout out to, um, if any of them watch this, man, uh, 
20, yeah, 2023 class, um, graduating class at City High Middle School, man. This class nice. was yeah. actually, like I said, last year, I um, was the commencement speaker. Right. Honestly, this class also wanted me to be the commencement speaker. No shit. The staff never told me, but they pretty much, like, I don't know if it was the staff or the kids that said, ah, oh, we can't have Mr. Chandler twice, in, twice a in a row. Yeah. If the kids mentioned my name, I doubt if it was the fucking kids. Sure, sure, sure. You yeah. know you know what I mean? They, they probably didn't want to yeah. see, like, favoritism. Yeah. They had to pick somebody else. I yeah. Get that. I get it. But at the end of the day, it's about the fucking kids graduating. That's true. If the you kids know, want it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, 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 but regardless, man, I plan on going, bro. Um, I'm, I'm proud of all of them, man. Um, this class, I probably was last year. I was, I was close to that class too. Yeah, but I would say they was probably. I don't know, man. They was probably neck and neck. I don't know, but it was a group of guys, man. Of this class, uh, Marcos, Ronnie, Yoel, Gio, Anthony. Um, damn, I'm forgetting his name. I can't think it. I can't think of the other kid's name, man, and it's killing me. Um, but it was a few of the um few of the kids, man. And they just really I really connected with those guys, man. Um and it's killing me. I can't know the other fucking kid. Zeke. Zeke was one of them. Musa. Um, it's one more I'm missing. I can't think I can picture his name, but I just can't think of his I mean, picture his face. I can't think of his name right now. But um I'm extremely proud of that entire class, man. Um and when I do go sub back in the building, it's always love. It's always good to see them and everything like that. So um, if they ever go back to paying subs what they used to, <laughs> you probably won't see me back in the building. <laughs> they change it? No, I'm saying if they ever if they do. Did. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, once upon a time, they, I mean, you know, in the future, they will probably or less other people up because at other schools, some people only make it like 90 to 130. Really? Is it higher because of shortage, you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some right. subs literally work every damn day. Really? So, like, if you're a sub, you can closely be bringing home 2000 a week, almost. At wow. least around eighteen. And wow. if you got more dependents, you are fucking bringing home 2000 I mean, wow. not a week, every other week. Sure. That's still not bad. A fucking substitute. <laughs> if I could have graduated, yeah. if I could have been graduating, making 2000 every other week, they do that as 1099? How's that um, work? Um, no. You so you can apply to get benefits. The benefits are shit, so you'd be better off just buying your own. <laughs> getting your own. <laughs> um but you actually work through Edu staff. So you get your so you get your pay stubs and everything like that. So on the W two yeah. income basically. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Interesting. Uh, but interesting. yeah, some people do that shit every day. That's interesting. So it's kind of that actually is I guess I don't know how I think it would be structured, but that's interesting because, I mean, technically, they probably work with private and public school systems, but that's a public that's a public school. They do. Right? So it's yeah. through, it's in a Kent ISD. I think they might be through or might be part of Kent ISD. Hmm. Kent ISD okay. is like, that's where Mo works. That's part of like every district. They have right, right, right. pretty much in West Michigan. Like Kent ISD is pretty much in all of them. So, um... Yeah. That's pretty much interesting where it comes from. So since that's the case, and since it's it's like a substitute fucking uh what do you call like manpower? 
or something. Right, like that. right. You know, right, like right, something right, like right, that, right. but That's just for substitute, thinking. so yeah. it's, it's plugged directly in. Yeah. And since it's not necessarily Ken ISD, it's Edu staff, but your location is actually at Ken ISD. So interesting. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. And you don't have to have uh, like any sort of. Uh, do you, do you have to have degree at all? Uh, like you, you do. You at least an associate, right? I believe. Just associate, I believe. Yeah, at least just associate. Just any associate, because yep. it's yeah, that's kind of interesting. Because I mean, that's that's a pretty good haul, uh, cash wise, uh, for not having the for not going through and getting the whole teacher's degree, you know, which is at least a four year bachelor's, and then all the stuff that goes along yep. with that. Uh, kind of makes you wonder. Why bother? You know, because <laughs> you go graduate the four. See, I graduated a four year degree was making less than that. Fuck, I could have left two years ago and made this. Damn it! Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Like, why go through the whole shit? You can. You don't need the bachelor's. You just sub. You can. You can. You can oh, tag man. in, tag out, whatever. You want. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh, man, shit, I don't, I don't think teachers' benefits when they actually are teachers are really that much better. No, They're probably no, no, shit man. too, so no, they're really man. not making that much more. No. Plus, you're no. kind of committed to it. You got to go to that class every day. You suck. Really? You'd be like, "Fuck, I don't want to go back." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go to oh, and listen. You don't. You don't have to grade papers. You literally just fucking take attendance <laughs> and pass out what the fuck the teacher left for you to do. Man. You don't have to do nothing, bro. Man, they must be so they're probably just taking days off because they're salty. Yeah, it's fucking hilarious, man. Man, that's it's something. fucking hilarious, bro. But that's interesting, huh? That probably would have brought on comfort though. At definitely at the beginning of the age. Well, yeah. yeah, graduating. But see, a lot of people, when I graduated, I already had a job. I was working for the Kent County Juvenile Detention Center. I was at orientation two weeks prior before graduation. So while everybody was back for the last two weeks, so they ain't really had class. They was, you know, drinking, turning the fuck up every day, like be where you at. I'm like, shit, when I graduate this motherfucker, I need a check. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just graduate and be like, okay, I got to wait for my open house money to come. But I'm like, no, I need a fucking pay. Like, yeah. I got a car, I got right. little bills. I need a fucking check. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I made sure I, the week of graduation, I got paid. That was my first paycheck of... From, yeah. from Kent County through orientation mm-hmm. um, and everything like that. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that's all, that's all the beauty, the, the beautiful part of the grind. But um, I, I'm there. looking forward to these next six months with my daughter being here. Um, continue getting close with Monica. Um, it's yeah, man. Life is like, like you said, man, life is good. Life is beautiful. Blessings are piling um, Piling and, and simply, bro, because we deserve it, and we and we built on the right Working foundation. That don't mean we perfect, no. but that means we work to our best ability and we hold ourselves accountable. And shit, we try, bro. I like we, that. I like that huh? story you told about the the. I forgot his name. The guy that was inspired by you, though. That's. Uh, I damn. feel uh, Barry Dale Barry. I feel like uh, I feel like that's happens more than we know too, because like he actually said something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like. If it's 10 people, one might actually come and tell you that, you know what I mean? So I feel like just by that's that's one big reason why I just also kind of lately, especially have just tried to just be kind of the best version of myself 
100%. for everybody around me's sake, not just not just for me, because I don't it's think big, it's necessarily it's bigger than you, sake. bro. It's, it way, is, yeah. it's, it's all everyone around yeah. us, you know. Even if you're just kind of chipping away at it, yes, it's like people have people have interesting behaviors and people have interesting dynamics. That's almost almost all what we've been talking about this whole episode. But like uh, sometimes it takes chipping away with people too, and I just feel like you know people have different groups, people have different influences, and you know sometimes uh, a lot of times like. I just see in friend groups and stuff and different groups, people bounce people how the way how people bounce things off each other. You know, sometimes they're not even bouncing it off of each other for anything but themselves sometimes. Where how, you know, I think we've talked about that in the past too on the podcast, where people kinda you know, friend groups and stuff, it's not that they necessarily want to drag you down or anything, but they kind of uh, might maybe you got a a friend group and one of them is um uh going through a not a great time or something like that drinking more often something like that and that person might uh try to get other people in the group to just drink more often with them or something not because they want them to fail but just because you know they're feeling down and want somebody to basically uh uh not feel down with them but just be with them or something like that and that's just kind of how yeah and that's just kind of how that kind of thing happens and like you know sometimes when you know that sort of a situation is going on you know you can be the guy that's like, yeah, I'll go enable your stupid bad behavior and I'll bring that you, shit over here. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you can Keep be that, that energy you can go, away. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go and do make a bad decision with you or whatever. Or I you smell can that say, bullshit a mile away, brother. Man, yeah, yeah, I don't want no part of it. You know, yeah, and that and that's like, that's why it's just like you know sometimes it's when saying no for yourself isn't enough. It's like say it for those around you. You know, because like. Sometimes just making that, making, taking the high road, making the better decisions. Somebody, you never know who's looking at that going, shit, I, I gotta do that too. You know what I mean? I gotta, I, I maybe I've been making the same decisions to yep. seeing you have the, 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 the willpower to say no, yep. or, you know what I mean? To not get distracted or to, you know, say what you want and then actually go out and get it just to actually see that behavior is just yep. enough for the people around to go shit. Agreed. I already, you don't got to tell most people where they're falling short. They already know, you know what I mean? But they act dumb, but they know, fucking know. Yeah, bro. they know it. They know it. And sometimes you don't even necessarily need to be so direct. You just, just by doing what you know is the right thing to do. Just lead them by example, you know, really does change people's behavior around you or if you know they're kind of people that aren't really trying to change then they'll distance themselves yes sir because they don't want to see that because it reminds them of the things they should be doing and so yes, you know fair enough they distance themselves you don't got you don't got to do it for them win-win maybe win, you know win, what i mean <laughs> so you know i think that's that's a cool story because uh I, I do feel sometimes like that just is probably the case and we just don't know it. You know what I mean? Just the same thing as like, uh, I heard somebody say once about, uh, that they were, uh, some one of, I think one of Eldon's friends was talking to us once about how he was kind of like for his business or whatever, was posting on Facebook a lot. He didn't really feel like it was worth it because he wasn't really getting engagement or whatever. And you're, when you're looking for engagement, you're looking for numbers because that's what they show you, right? You're looking for clicks and comments and blah, 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 blah. Uh, cause what, how else do you know? You know what I mean? So yep. he's looking at that. He said, ah, I was just feeling kind of like wasn't really worth doing or whatever. But then he said, uh, that he had a bunch of people offline that was telling him 
how much they appreciate it, you know? So, you don't, you just don't necessarily know. Sometimes the stuff you're looking for as a metric of like, what am I doing? Is it, is it worth it? You know what I mean? It's not, it's not always going to show itself. Like sometimes you got to just do it for the sake of doing it and trust the, trust the process, you know, trust the process. We do doing that with working out for like nine months, me and Chris been at it. And there's been times where they, oh, him sure. and his buddy are like, oh, man, you got to track your progress and take pictures or you're going to get burned out. And I'm like, honestly, I to- I really get where you're coming from because there's been times where that's probably true. I'm like, at this time, I'm just I'm into trust in the process. You know what oh, I mean? Sure. I don't need to do all that because even if it takes two years, I'm not doing it for the short anymore. You know oh, what sure. I mean? I'm doing it for the long term. I'm over that whole like, oh, I think I'm just going to do this for nine months and then I'm going to be done with it that's not it it's just these are behaviors we just got to have forever there's no turning around or it's only going backwards you know what i mean so it's like just trust the process man you know what i mean i think that's like when you do that everything around just kind of falls in place people around you just change their behaviors too because they see it they're like what is he doing what's he doing nothing just trusting the process Process. (laughs) it's just staying consistent trust the process like Say it's no secret. It's no superpower. It's no secret. It's just consistency, dedication, sacrifice, sacrifice, always some sacrifices, but it's going to be a lot coming up for you in a week. A lot, man. Having a kid. (laughs) A lot of sacrifice. It's it's the, bro. So I think, bro, I, I think we can wrap up and say and agree that. If four, and this was going back to the graduation speech, and then obviously, you know, with, with the baby coming, it's the four things, the consistency, the faith, the sacrifice. Um, and it consi- no, yeah, consistency, faith, sacrifice. What's the fourth? I have four in there. <laughs> faith, consistency, sacrifice. Maybe dedication. I can't remember the damn four, bro. Patience. Patience. Shit. You're not right. That there. was my four. Mm. Patience. Mm. And patience is probably the fucking hardest one. <laughs> it is for me. So bro. <laughs> I mean, if if we can leave broad viewers with anything, those yeah. patience. patience, faith, consistency, sacrifices. Not yeah. in that order, but that that's equally important. Yeah. All yeah. Bro- yeah. That's what the fuck it takes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what the fuck it takes. Can't bro. only have three of them either. No, no, you can't, man. <laughs> you have all four. You gotta of have them. four, man. And that patience piece is yeah. definitely probably the hardest. Yes, man. sir. Yeah, that's yep. the icing on the cake right there. It is. That's the fucking icing on the cake, man. But episode season two, season two, episode, episode four. four, four. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, man. That's a wrap.